Hey, listeners, we are just coming on real quick before we start this series to tell you about something new we're trying as a podcast. As some of you know, for about the last year, we have had a supporter program and we're so thankful for anyone that has been or is a supporter, but we are actually switching to a new program through Spotify that is called Subscribers. And the reason we're switching is because when you're a subscriber, you get some extra stuff that Jen's going to tell you about. Hi, listeners. Uh, going through Spotify, we are going to be able to offer you some bonus content, some early access to some of our episodes throughout the year, and we're going to pop on for some occasional Zooms. So we hope you join us. And if you are on Facebook, you can join our private Facebook group, which will also give you exclusive content, bloopers, more interactions with us, and you'll also be able to access the early episodes as well on the Facebook page. So yeah, it's really easy to sign up. You can go to the about on our Spotify's homepage and sign up there. We'll also put a link in the description of our episode and episodes to come, and we'll share the link on our Facebook and Instagram as well. We really appreciate your support. We work really hard on this podcast and we are very excited to be able to have more interaction with our listeners. And yeah, let's get to the series. Oh, little Scouty. She's such a peculiar cat, Jen, because she looks like a full-size cat sometimes. And then she looks like a kitty sometimes. Like she looks like a tiny baby pocket kitten. She is tiny. I used to put her in a baby doll carrier and carry her in the front around the house when she was a kitten. Yeah. And she'd suck my ear. Oh my God. She still sucks my ear though. Did you not know that, Jamie? No. Look on your face. I'm she allergic is- to cats. They try to kill me. Not <laughs> yeah. suck my ear. I don't let my dog lick me. Hi, Laura. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a cat girl. Hi. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hello, and welcome to Table for Five with No Reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Hello, and thank you for taking a seat at our table. Today, we are starting a new series, which is all about friends of ours who do what we do, which is we all found each other because we're bloggers, and we like to share our stories all for different reasons. So we thought it'd be great to have some of our friends on and kind of talk to them about why they share what they do and why we feel the need to talk about our lives and our kids as much as we do. With me at the table tonight, I have Tabitha. Hello. Kim. Hi. Rachel. Hey, everybody. Jen. Hi, everyone. And I am Jamie. And tonight our guest is Laura. So we all met Laura the same way we all met, but later in time through Coop's Troops, which is the supporter page for Finding Cooper's Voice. And we're all on uh, Kate Swinson's blog squad. So we're a bunch of bloggers who kind of work together and help each other out and help figure out what we're doing. Because like this podcast, most of us don't know what we're really doing. And she is from Arizona. And she writes on a blog, Olivia's Extraordinary Journey. And I love her writing. Make sure you check out her page and give her a follow. It's really good. So hi, Laura. Thank you for being here tonight. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit in your family? My name is Laura Simzik. I live in Arizona. Um, I've been married to my husband, Mike, for just under 30 years. Um, Yeah, yeah. Ups and downs. No, but um, (laughs) (laughs) we have three kids. Um, My oldest, Aubrey, is 25. My middle, Michael, is 18. And my youngest, Olivia, is 14. We are originally from Chicago, but Mike and I have been here, well, 
for the full 30 years now. What are our hobbies? Gosh, I don't know. I don't think we have hobbies anymore. This, this is it, guys. Raising kids for 25 years. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, raising children for 25 years. And I don't know. I guess that's about it. That's that's all I've been doing. I'm a, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Olivia has autism, uh, sensory processing disorder, and anxiety. And her struggles and medical needs make it necessary for me to be home. She can miss a day of school at any time. She didn't go to school today. In fact, she wasn't feeling well. It happens a lot. I just can't seem to be able to work and care for her at the same time. So I'm a full-time caregiver to her. And yeah, that's about us in a nutshell. So your blog is mainly about Olivia because her name's in the title. Why did you start to share and why do you continue to share about your your guys' journey? So I, I always shared on my personal page. So I've had my personal page for a long time. And I always shared things about Olivia there. A lot of people have been really nice about it. They don't really, a lot of people don't really understand, but they they were always nice about it. But I always wrote because it's a release for me. It made me, I just needed to get it out. Um, I've always liked writing. I wrote in high school, but I kind of got away from it for whatever reason. Life happens and, you know, you just aren't able to do the things that you used to do. And I always loved it. Um, But it was like a release for me because I am a stay-at-home mom. I don't get to go to work and see something different. This is it. Morning, noon, and night. This is what I do. And so it would, it just helped me release all of the things that I was thinking and feeling and, and just trying to sort through in my mind. I never really thought about starting a blog page. But once I joined Coop's Troops and I started doing like the Zooms with people from Coop's Troops, the aggression group and the girls group and different groups, Miss Jennifer Dunn. <laughs> had said to me one time, you know, how come you don't have your own page? You know, I, I've read your writing. It's really good. You should, you should have your own page. You could help people. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. You know, I've thought about it here and there, but you know, I don't know. And I, I kind of that put it in there. And then somebody else said something to me about it. And so I just started thinking more and more, well, maybe I'll do it. And so one day last January, I just picked a day and I just, I just did it. I just went all in and, and did it. And, uh, and it felt really good because I had, I was coming off one of the hardest years of my life. I had just lost my mother and, uh, it, it hit me hard and I sank into kind of a deep depression. It was really, really hard. And something about the writing and putting it out there and the getting the feedback, it just started, I don't know, it woke up a part of me that had been sleeping for a long time. And I like helping other people because like reading all of your blogs and all the stuff from Coopstrip that helped me immensely because I'm 10 years into the let no, I'm sorry, 12 years into this. <laughs> and when I first started, there was nothing. There was nothing. And as you guys know, some of you that have been doing this for a long time, what was out there was extremely scary. Scary. In fact, one of the bigger names, I won't say it here, but they likened autism to somebody coming and stealing your child out, you know, out of the night, like a predator. It was horrifying. And, and so I just didn't know where to go. And then once I did start learning stuff, there wasn't a whole lot about girls either. It was all boys. And so I was like, gosh, you know, someone, when I started thinking about, well, what about when she hit puberty? And I was just, I just felt on an island by myself. So when I got to Coop's Troops and I found Jen, I really connected to you, Jen. Like there was something about Kaya and your story. I was like, oh gosh, that could be Olivia. Yes. And it just connected, connected. And then the same thing with you, Kim. I I swear some of the things that you write, I feel like I could have written them myself. And it's just nice. It's just nice to have that. So 
when I started my page, I was really hoping I could be that for somebody else. And I hope I am. Amazing. Amazing. I love that. And I think, like you said, when I first started going through this, I would share things on my personal page and stuff a lot. And some people are really nice of it, but you immediately kind of feel like people get sick of it. (laughs) Like, like, oh, here's the autism mom, like going on and on about. And there's something about starting your little section of the internet where like people can come to who are looking for someone to relate to. And then you kind of build your own little community from that. And it's really cool. And then also having each other to build that community with, cause I don't, I mean, we even forget sometimes, I think since we've all found each other, like how isolating it was in the way that you were, you're always explaining, like you didn't know anyone else in your situation. So like every play date invited to, or everywhere you go, it's like, here's a, big explanation of who we are and it's so nice to find people that not everything's exactly the same but you don't have to explain your existence too so but I love all that and I think your page definitely helps other people and especially I mean we have a lot of girl moms here but that's not common and I love that you ladies do write about that because some people don't even think girls have autism which is kind of crazy um all right so when you do write or share in general with lives and videos what if you just draw inspiration from what makes you feel like oh I just have to write about this or get this out or is it like more thought out do you think like oh I'm gonna write about potty training this week and you know puberty this next week or does it just kind of come to you mostly it's off the cuff it just kind of comes to me I'm not really good at planning it out in fact some of the my things that have done the best it seems I didn't put as much thought into it so strange some of the ones welcome to blogging yeah, yes, that, yeah, we're all I'm, shaking our head for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finding that, yeah, like I'll I'll plan something out and I'll think, oh gosh, this is going to be this, 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 and this, and it's going to be good. And, and then it's like, uh, it didn't seem to hit as much. And then other it's things I've just so like, messed up, Laura. Like, don't let that hit your heart because you can write basically like a thesis about girl autism with like comedy and all this stuff intertwined. And then you write, like, I dropped the Windex and broke my toe. And the internet erupts. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, it's frustrating. Yeah, Rachel's like, I'm sticking to the braid content. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm done with autism. I'm just a braider now. <laughs> oh, you're amazing, though. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. I love it. It's heavy, which she loves. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no, that's okay. No, <laughs> yeah. So it just seems like that the stuff that I've just written off the top of my head, I just it seems to get more. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe because I think too much about the other ones. I'm not sure. No rhyme or reason. I was going to say the internet is a mystery. (laughs) Yeah, we have not been able to pinpoint this. And I've been doing mine for five years. And it's, it is like you said, sometimes I pick up my phone, go onto Facebook and just go. And then that's the ones that do the best. And the ones that you like spend time on and think about and think that you're going to be like, oh, this is, you know, this is going to, but it's all what people see too. The algorithm, you know, yeah. some things just don't go through as much. So yeah, there's there's no rhyme or reason over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't figure out the algorithm thing to save my life. I, I'm Ooh. I'm newer at this, I know, but I'm just like, oh, I don't I don't know. No, no it's it's like the cloud. Nobody really understands. It. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's much more complex than the cloud. Most people understand. Mm. Uh, well, <laughs> what well, what the cloud was when it first came out. Oh, got it. Yes, yes, yes. Like, sorry, Kim. <laughs> I'm like, I actually speak for yourself. I don't, I, I am back anything. Up. 
What are those cookies? The cookie. The cookie. Thank you, Jen. No, I love that. I'm very similar. Usually I always say like my writing sometimes comes off very negative or very um, emotional because it's like, that's what I want to write about. That's what I'm not very good about when things are going good necessarily writing in those moments. I try to be like, oh, this positive thing happened, but it's when I'm really feeling down. And like you were talking about earlier, it's like therapy. Like I need to get Mm -hmm. it out. So I am the same thing. And I think just in general, it's like whatever you work on the hardest, that's what's never going to be seen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what it seems like. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that too with with sometimes I I write I'm like, "Oh, seems like everything I write about is is on the negative side." So, but I always try to end it with something hopeful because I am deep down a hopeful person. Yes, I and so so I try to tie it up not not with a happy ending because there is no happy endings, you know, but I I just try to have some sort of hope because it's everything is woven together that way, right? You know, it's beautiful, but it's complicated, but it's it's just everything all at once. Yeah, I don't think your writing's negative at all. I feel like uh, you tell a story of a situation, good. you know? Yeah. yeah, I agree. Like I journey with you and you're like, it's a walk through like acceptance, but it's this loving view. I mean, it really, it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. It really does. Because I really didn't know what I was doing when it, when I started this. I was just like, well, I'm just going to put it out there and go. And hopefully, you know, it, I think the first time I ever got a comment, oh, my daughter's, you know, a lot like that. And this helps me so much. And that meant everything to me. And I thought, okay, yes, I did the right thing. This is what I should do. It's such a great feeling. Yeah. It really yeah. is. So what are the hopes for the future of your blog and platform? And what do you hope like it, it's accomplishing? Well, like I said, I mean... I just want to to reach the people that that need to be reached. You know, I want to help that mom that's that's sitting at home, you know, worrying about, oh, let's say puberty or whatever, like I did. Because again, with the girl thing, I didn't know what I was doing. That was my biggest fear when Aubrey, or when Aubrey, sorry, that's my other daughter. When <laughs> Olivia was, I uh, mean, still a fear in typical parenting, but this yes. is extra. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was no walk in the park for either girl, but. With Olivia, I just remember, gosh, when she was like five, six, seven, eight, I'm like, how am I going to do this? What am I, how do I explain it to her? What do I do? And there was nothing on the internet, especially for a non-speaking child. Like I I had to do all that myself and, and go through it and just work through it on my own. And if I can help somebody else and alleviate those fears or inspire them in any way, that's my hope. That's always going to be my hope. That's always going to be number one. That's why I do it. I totally get that too. Cause that's exactly how it was for me because it wasn't talked about like, and you just didn't know anybody that was going through the hard stuff. Like uh-huh. it just very much felt like it was just you and your family for us, just because obviously they didn't have blog pages on Facebook. They didn't have Facebook. They didn't have stuff like that when, you know, Alyssa was diagnosed. So it's like, I think that feeling alone of being alone is like the hardest thing. And when that's lifted, I think it just changes everything. It's so nice to have people to look to who have older (laughs) girls, especially Nora's just four. But it's nice to like see that uh, girl perspective moving forward. Absolutely. And especially when they're not speaking like that, because what I did with her, I didn't even know if she, I didn't know if she was taking it in. Mm -hmm. I was just doing what I do and, saying all the things and hoping that she was getting it. And then when it came back to us, when it was time, she was listening. She did hear me. 
Um, she understood much more than I thought that she would. And, um, and it was just such a relief and it, it was good because there was not, I mean, there's just nothing out there. I mean, everything's geared towards somebody that you can have a conversation with. Yeah. You can't have a conversation with her. That's my hope is that I can help anybody with that, with that, or with, you know, self-harm or aggressions or, or any, anything that they might want to, to talk about. I'm pretty much an open book and I, I'd be happy. And I hope that anything that I write about, that's why I'm honest in my writing. Mm -hmm. because I want we can feel that I will say you know I followed your page since the gate and I don't care if it's on Olivia's page or if you're answering on the coops troop I often have a notification about your message someplace and you have this way about your words where you weave the hope in with honoring that something is hard as hell or is terrifying and could cause anxiety or whatever. I just love your responses. And specifically about, you know, we've got this girl thing going on, right? But we are a small group within an already, like a minority of kids have autism and a very small majority of those are a small section, you know, are girls. Anyways, it's incredible. It's just incredible to watch your story. I feel like you have such acceptance, both of like the anxiety aspects and riding the roller coaster with her your your life has adapted so much and you can feel how in tune you are and I I just I love that you can put that in your responses to people because I remember being when Celie was four and I'm terrified typing in that group you know thank you yeah because I, I always want to acknowledge acknowledge the hard and and give some hope at the same time because you know that's what we all need it, it's so hard you don't want to tell well everything's going to be fine everything's fine because some days you're like no not everything's fine it's not fine you know and so I, I just try to be cognizant of that even as a listener on our podcast you comment so frequently on Monday mornings and it's just so refreshing to see it is so nice the whole take um it's like you could write our description and summaries for us <laughs> I'm your little <laughs> stalker yeah, I, <laughs> I just love, I love it. it. I love, I love it. it. I'm like, oh, what did we talk about, Laura? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, no, I just identify so much with. I mean, I just find myself. Oh my gosh, yeah, you know, that's me. I just identify with so much with all of your perspectives on things, and you know, it's just it excites me because there's nothing like you guys out there. I mean, yeah, there's there's other podcasts out there about this subject, maybe, but there's, I mean, it's five women and their perspectives and. It's just, there's humor and it's serious and it's just all of the things. And I just, I really love all of that. Oh, thank you. So nice. You gave me chills, Laura. That's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) What I love about your writing is it is like Jen was saying, it's like little stories, but like things that happened. But I love how you take like, like you wrote one a couple weeks ago. I have no sense of time about just going for a walk with your son, your teenage son. And like how like, that moment, it was like 20 minutes, like you got 20 minutes with your son. And it was just so, you know, I'm not there yet as a mom, but I, I get that like, so relatable that that's all you want as mom, but you do like these little instances, which I think so many people can relate to at least, I mean, you mainly write about Olivia, but like about just being a mom and like uh, about each of your kids, little things that happen. And it, it's just breaking down those moments. And it's like, oh yeah, I totally relate to this, like parent teacher conference or, you know, whatever. Thing you guys have been through I just love that because it's not broad is good too but it's not like 
so broad that you're like, oh, I'm covering all this. It's like, oh, these little moments that we all experience. And I really love that. And I'm great. I'm so grateful for your writing and your perspective and how clear and concise it is because I think it's very important. So. And there's a lot of sibling talk. Yes. Which is is cool. I was literally just going to say that. I love the sibling stuff. Same. Me too. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. There's such a huge part of it there. I mean, you know, Kim, you know, I mean, we all know it's the siblings are so important and I never want them to feel like they weren't important because like I said, they are the heart and the backbone of all of this. I always say they're the true unsung heroes of this life. They absolutely are. They really are because they would take a bullet for her. They just would not because I told them to, but because that's just how they feel about it. And, and their life hasn't been easy as a result of it. They were here first, so they did. Who was it that I was listening to? I don't know if it was Adrian and Carrie last night. I don't know if you caught their live and Kate, but like because Livy's the youngest, they did no years without autism. Mm-hmm. And then all That's of a so sudden, yeah, now we have these years with autism and they had to adjust and they adjusted beautifully. And so, yeah, I, they're just, they're my heart divided in three, the three of them. So, and they're good. Does your shirt say head hustle versus heart hustle? No, <laughs> mom hustle is real. Oh, the mom hustle is real. I was like, oh my God, Laura, send me the link. <laughs> that would be much better. The mom hustle is real. I like that. Well, thank you for coming on. Can you tell everyone where they can find you and your writing and all that jazz? Yeah, on Facebook, I'm at Olivia's Extraordinary Journey. And on Instagram, I am at Olivia's underscore Extraordinary Journey. I'm still trying to figure out Instagram. So please excuse me. It's not quite as put together as Facebook. I don't know what I'm doing on Instagram. I'm old. There's an art to that Instagram and Instagram. (laughs) I will say this. I get like jokes made about me like Facebook. Like my brother's like, you know, like you're on a dying platform. And I'm like, I get it. But like as writers, people don't go on Instagram to read writing. So the people who are better about sharing like reels and photos and all that stuff, like they can do really well. But for writing, it's like, how do you want me to put this out there? Yeah. <laughs> don't feel bad. We're all kind of in that. Okay, good. I, I don't know. I have eight tiles on my Instagram and 196 people following. I mean, I just want to let you know there's like <laughs> eight pictures. <laughs> so you write that you down for mentoring, <laughs> You'd like some mentoring, let me know, Maura. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I may need some because I just don't, I don't get it over there. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and the real thing, I try. I mean, I really do try, but I don't feel like I'm that good at it. And I've looked at a couple. Reels are worse than algorithms because the letters move the goddamn things. Text disappears. Text disappears. It's like a train wreck. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. Like one, I tried to put like some writing, like, you know, just like some little caption of writing. And I don't know what I saw when I did it, but then I hit the send button and it was out there. Like, part of the writing was gone i'm like oh my gosh I'm Girl, so yeah yes people if you're watching reels on instagram and you're like why is this font all weird or why they do this it's not us it's, it's not a button it changes everything you worked with also with your fingers the best thing about reels is like there's no way to edit them once you publish them yeah <laughs> so, so you're like so they, wow they that has, that has like and a, then you're committed yeah, yeah. that yep. has a typo but you're like but it has 500 views so like i don't know we're just gonna have to leave it i don't know <laughs> I I did one for us the other day and like the first two slides, the text completely disappeared. I'm like, well, it's staying there now because 
I mean, I'm sure the youngsters are really fast at doing it, but it takes not all the time, but most of the time it takes me a long time to like cut everything together. And I I even try like doing it in another app and taking it over so I can like, yeah, but it still messes it up. And I'm like, you know what? You're getting what you get because I worked on that for 20 minutes. (laughs) all the time so they change it which is whoa whoa tools but like it's more confusing i'm like whoa I'm, we, we can it sounded like you were underwater for a second kimmy i was yeah, like is that go. just me no. no really yeah yeah oh say it again kimmy yeah say it again um i forget tools. <laughs> oh i said that they're always upgrading it like they're always upgrading the way to do the rails which i guess is good because there's like more tools to use but then yeah. i'm like i don't know what any of these are for and now you just change the old way of doing it so you have to like relearn how to do it it's like mm-hmm. just pick away and stick with it too many tools too many That's tools, tools. <laughs> yeah too many tools three tools two tools <laughs> can't figure out how to write within the lines so it's a whole thing it's so hard Anywho, Anywho, we just really old lady bloggers, and we are so <laughs> proud that you're listening. The grand, the grand. Don't even get us going on the TikTok. Yeah. Um, although Kimmy's the most Kimmy's successful. Famous TikTok, famous. Now I'm tanking. I was, I was oh. doing good. Now it's going down. I don't know what happened. Good. Now we can talk crap about TikTok. Just kidding. <laughs> they got sick of me. <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming thank on, Laura. You, Laura. Laura's also, she's published on findingcooperswoice.com often too. And she just got shared by Love With What Matters, like three or four of your pieces, which is really yeah. cool. That's awesome. awesome. And Aubrey finding- has made a guest appearance on our Storyteller and so has Laura. It's so great to have you on a real episode though. It's official. Uh, I'm so excited. This is like a dream come true for me. I was like so excited to get, yeah, to be invited. Thank you so, so much for having me. And I love the Arizona moms. I miss those Arizona moms for sure. Oh, but now I that know. you know, can't you hear all the Chicago under there? Yeah. yeah. Now that yes. I know, I'm like, oh girl. Yes. When you said yeah. that, I was like, bingo. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. 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 I still have the accent. I don't know how, yeah. but I do. You should <laughs> have that accent. We love an accent here. We yes, do. We do. <laughs> okay, good night, everybody. Good night. Bye, bye. guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us at the table for this episode of the Table for Five No Reservations podcast. If you are enjoying the podcast, please remember to rate and review us wherever you're listening. If you'd love more content from us and to be part of our community, make sure to become a subscriber. You can find the link in the description of this episode. Join us next Monday for more. And while you wait, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.